0: Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And of course, with me, we've got Ben sokeld our founder and director. Ben, brother, how are you this morning? Not too bad, brother. Not too bad. How was last week for you guys? Rough. <laughs> In one word, rough. We had COVID run through our household.
0: I'm just kind of I'm covering at the moment. It was a rough week, man, when myself, my chosen one were knocked out with this thing. I haven't been this sick in well over a decade. And then my daughter got it. She didn't have too bad of symptoms. Uh, my son, he had it a couple of months ago. So he actually got away with it. So we we're just a family of not much fun last week, mate. So I'm happy
1: to be outside this morning, breathing again, moving again, getting back on with life. Hey, it seems like a lot of people have been uh, down these uh, past couple of weeks. You know, a lot, I know a lot of guys that I talk to are like getting over the flu, getting COVID and it's just, it's still around there. So just, you know, be careful
0: yeah man it's funny you know actually for a while thought i was immune to immune to it all you know like we've had the kids get covid i've had a lot of friends get covid uh, a lot of events i've been to covid's been there and i've just i've i've avoided it and somehow it's snuck in man and got me so
1: this is the first time you had it first time i've had it
0: yeah that's cool. Just shows I'm human. It's,
1: it sucks. Especially for me when I got it. Oh my God, that was... And they say for some reason, I don't know, I guess it, it might be, it may not be true, but like man COVID is different from woman COVID. Because <laughs> my partner was totally okay and I was just, I was terribly, I mean, I was bad. I was done. I think about three days, I couldn't think. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. Even now, like I'm
0: pretty, you can probably hear it in my voice. It's still pretty fatigued. However, that's all part of it, you know, it's a practice of surrender through it. Normally, I'd get really pissed off and frustrated and really wrestle through the whole time I was sick, whereas this time I really practiced of just letting go and, you know, work my way out of it, so to speak, and then we'll just keep working
1: back into health over the coming weeks. Mm. Well, hopefully you recover really soon. And it seems like you're on that road, you know, getting better and getting back to 100%. So. Yeah, man, 110%. I always come back strong. 110%. <laughs> so if you're ready, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. My question is, are men deliberately sort of destroying themselves, right? Physically, mentally, and emotionally. In other words, are men self-sabotaging? And are they sort of essentially getting in their own way from becoming a better father, a better husband? And a better leader. Mm. So, first question to you is you know, like, what is self sabotaging?
0: Yeah. And it's funny, it's like we spoke about earlier. I haven't done a lot of research into self-sabotage and mainly because I personally find it as a little bit of a cop-out, like it's almost like an excuse that a lot of people have grabbed onto. I'm not saying that it's not a real thing, you know, like there's the unconscious self-sabotaging that can and may occur and that can be from due to the way that, you know, a person went through their childhood, et cetera. So I'm not dismissing that it's there, but I do feel a lot of men that we speak with use it as an excuse When they don't uphold their standards that are required in order to get the results or desires or the dreams that they're looking for, you know, and it often, you know, if you look into it, like this self-sabotage usually stems from, you know, low self-esteem, negative self-talk, you know, a lot of those are negative emotions which kind of keep reinforcing, you know, I didn't quite get where I wanted to get, so fuck, why bother? All right, I may as well Mm. drink tonight, you know? And and break the cycle or, you know, person who's pushing into exercise and going on a health kick, but then when they, you know, when it starts getting tough and pretty uncomfortable and they let themselves off the hook and then they use the excuse, oh, I just keep self-sabotaging every time I get close to the goalpost. So that's kind of my take on it, man. Like I do understand though that patterns and habits that sit inside oneself that a man must actually start to get a grip of and look at in order to help stop self-sabotaging but we'll talk more about some tools and tactics uh, later on
1: so like for me and I'll, you know, speaking perfectly, you know, honest with you, I've been, I haven't had alcohol since 2016, mm. but two days ago, I had my first can of an alcohol beverage. Now, I when I, you know, stopped drinking or stopped having alcohol in my system, it wasn't necessarily because there was something that I wanted to do or it was a, like, you know, how you're off caffeine for a few, you know, for a certain period mm. of time, right? It wasn't, there wasn't a goal to it. It was just it was like, I don't need it in my life. Right. Prior to it, it was me constantly like every weekend. It was like Friday, Saturday, you know, going out and drinking and stuff like that. So like out of nowhere, just we were at the grocery and I was like, huh, grab a couple of beers. And it was one of these things where like my partner came down. She's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, drinking this can. He goes, why? Got no idea. She goes, you were doing so well. I go, yeah, it's just one. All right. And I had two cans, bought two cans. That first time she said something was I think Wednesday last week. And then Friday. I had the other one, mm. and then Saturday, friend called me and was like, "You want to come over?" Eh, maybe I shouldn't. Because why? I was like, "I've already had two this week. I might <laughs> go back mm. and continue that path. Like I know, like where things might head." Mm. I was like, "I just don't want to go down that path because you know it's easy now to be able to sort of slip back into it." Yeah, and in from my conversation with a lot of guys, it's they just have that one, and then that one becomes two, and that becomes three, and next thing you know, whatever path or whatever goal that they set out to accomplish all goes back to to zero again. Yeah, and this is something that is a cycle. It's become a cycle, and it's over and over again. Because we always ask, I always you know, it's something that I always talk to guys about, like why didn't that last attempt to become a better version of you fail? Mm. And they'll say, oh, self sabotage in the beginning. I was like, the hell does that really mean? Right. Yeah. And it's it's one of these things that a lot of guys do because it's maybe they're scared of something. Like, why do you think some guys do it? Yeah, I think there's a few things in there. Guys can definitely be afraid of, you know, like especially
0: too. Like if you if you think about alcohol for a second and you go, I'm a better version of myself without alcohol. Oh, I'm gonna stop drinking. And we said a goal, you know, if it's a month, it's usually not too bad. Like a guy will go thirty days, like thirty days out of the grand scheme of things is not that much. But it's it's when a guy goes, I'm never going to drink again, and then a couple of weeks in, a couple of months in, it all just becomes too hard. Like it just becomes too much, and so they end up breaking it and having a beer. And like you said, but then once that's broken, I feel like once once a guy has broken his commitment, then all bets are off the table because then the guy's just telling himself, well, fuck. It's not going to work. I'm never not going to drink again. So... Let's go party. Let's, let's drink. And I, so I think there's little things like that. And so this is where I feel perfectionism gets tied in a bit. We're always looking for the perfect, you know, the absolute perfect thing to have in place. But then when it's not perfect, we go from perfect, which is one end of the spectrum, right down to the other end of the spectrum, which is just zero. Mm. So it's like my chosen one has a bit of a running joke with me, which is like I'm all or nothing, you know, like I can't seem to just sit in the middle. It's either no alcohol whole or completely shit faced all the time. Mm. It's either, you know, not eating sugar, being really, really tight and strict and regimented with my nutrition, or eating a shit ton of junk food all the time. And there's no, there's no middle ground. And I've, I've been conscious of this and I've been working on it uh, quite a lot over the past couple of years because she's right. And I think this is where a lot of men get stuck. It's like it's it's this all or nothing perspective. And so a lot of guys will set out to go for the all and change the way that they operate, but they're really pushing towards perfectionism. And then when it breaks or gets too hard and they have a small slip up they just quickly fall back to, oh, well, fuck, all bets are off the table. Mm. And I think that's, you know, I feel that's where a lot of guys kind of, when they talk about self-sabotage, it's that, it's big blowouts. It's like, oh man, I'm not going to drink. Um, I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay clean. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get strong. And two to three weeks in, you know, like you get an injury, you pick up a couple of beers. Next thing you know, you're out and you have a big blowout with people, friends, etc You get back into that old habit pattern. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, chosen one or friends or whatever are saying, you know, man, what, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, man, I just keep self-sabotaging myself, you know? Like, I really want to. I really want to change. I really want to be a better version of myself, but, you know, I just keep self-sabotaging and I think that's where the challenge lies, man. Like, I think, you know, for a guy, you have to have that confronting conversation. Like, is that the pattern you run, the all or nothing? Like, for me, I have been the all or nothing type of guy. I haven't introduced alcohol back into my life yet because, you know, part of me does kind of have a similar thought like yourself where it goes, it starts at one and then goes to two and then next thing you know, it's a couple of drinks every weekend and then I'm back to square one and I'm like, well, fuck, what am I doing? So I think a guy really has to have that hard conversation, man, where it's like, what's he actually trying to achieve here? Is it perfectionism? Is it trying to be the perfect man across the board in terms of his health, his connection, his marriage, just on fire and fired up and excited and happy all the time? Because the truth is, challenges are always going to be there. Like you're always going to have confrontations. You're always going to have, you know, life producing challenges for a man to grow from. And if we think perfection is not having that, I think that's where we can come unstuck and get get broken.
1: Yeah. Now, another thing that (laughs) this is something that that a man has uh, said to me the other week actually yeah he goes i'm looking at a couple different things i go what do you mean you're looking at a couple different things he goes well i've been looking at sort of different ways that i can develop myself and you know have tried various things and still looking at sort of really which route is the best for me i go how long have you been doing this you know for a while now and he wouldn't give me like a time (laughs) and you can tell this is something that he's done like at least six months right Mm. And, we, and this is a term that we use often here is, you know, priosis by analysis. Mm. It's like everybody's trying to figure it out. They're in this sort of figure out mode for, you know, the next six months or 12 months. or And it's this, they have this sense of false productivity, right? Mm. And rather than going out and actually working on themselves, they give themselves excuses of trying to figure it out and trying to figure out what the best plan for me is or trying to figure out which gym membership is going to be, you know, going to work out for me the best. And it's like, why? Why not just go out there and actually take action? Right. Because a lot of guys will, you know, say, I'm looking for clarity and I'm trying to figure things out and all of these terms. And for me, it's like the easiest way to be able to find clarity is just to go out there and actually actually do something because at the end of the day, it's if you think about it in the business sense, it's like the best lessons that you're ever going to have is failure. Mm. Because if we're always trying to figure out what is the best way to do it, rather than, oh, let me try, you know, option A or you know, yeah. option B, because it's not sort of a one size fits all for everybody. But I feel like a lot of guys are stuck in this modem trying to figure it out. And three years down the road, they're still trying to figure it out. Curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, man.
0: So that false productivity that you talk about. It's almost like the analogy or the difference between a rocking horse and a bike. Mm. On both of them, you're moving, right? You're on a rocking horse, You're moving, you're on a bike, you're moving, putting in effort, energy. One though, on a bike, you're going somewhere. On a rocking horse, you're not fucking going anywhere. And I think this is what happens is like a lot of guys uh, make the mistake of thinking doing something is going to produce a result. I just keep reading books, listening to podcasts, trying to figure shit out, but never really taking action because it feels good when you read a new strategy. It feels good when you hear something new on a podcast. It feels good when you see something new on YouTube where they tell you some new information, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's it. That's it. But then when you go to apply it, it's actually quite challenging. It's quite confronting. It's quite hard. And so they don't. They stop and they go and they listen to the next YouTube clip, podcast, book, etc. And I think this is where a lot of guys get stuck. You know, this is I've been in there. I still get caught in that modality sometimes, especially when it comes to business, you know, because making consistent progress over and over. Sometimes it's very, very small, but some progress is better than none, but it doesn't hit the mark. And so we're always chasing the big thing. We want the big win, the big bite, the big kick, the big strategy, the one thing that's going to just completely transform my life and turn my life around. The one thing that's gonna give me massive clarity, the one thing that's gonna give me all that confidence that I feel I desire and need, only to realize 10 years have passed, still searching, still looking still on false highs and nothing has really changed at all and Mm. now we're 10 years behind and this is you know that's procrastination really at the end of the day because it's fucking comfortable man playing that game it's comfortable until you start to realize Nothing is
1: really changing. And that's the thing, is most guys don't realize that nothing is changing, that they're in this cycle. And it's, you know, they just, that's one thing I've noticed is a lot of guys feel like like on a rocking horse, that, hey, I'm moving, mm. I'm moving back and forth, right? Mm. I'm taking some action, but, you know, the arguments with the wife continue. The relationship with the wife is non-existent. Yeah. You know, the triggers are being triggered around the kids still there and, you know, coming home and not really having sort of a balance between work and life and, you you know, the job performance is comfortable. I know exactly what I'm doing, like the back of my hand. And it's just, you know, and then you look back and I had one guy go, you know, I'm 50 and I've been looking at this since I was about, you know, 42 years old. Mm. And the reason why he never decided to move forward was because things were comfortable. Mm. And moving out of that comfort zone meant he had to face a lot of demons from his childhood, from what his, you know, what his father sort of had him go through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I think a lot of dudes wait the perfect time to change. Like, oh, now's not the right time. Now's not a good time. It's like, when is there ever a better fucking time than right now? And I like, man, I'm guilty as charged. There are times that's the fucking excuse I give myself. Ah, Now's it not the right time? I got to catch myself. It's like, dude, if now's not the right time, when is? Mm. Because it wasn't the right time last week and it wasn't the right time for the past 10 fucking years. Otherwise you would have done it. What's going to be different next week to this week? What's going to be different next year to this year? What's going to be different three years from now to this year? The truth is, for most, it's only going to get harder. Responsibilities only grow. Yeah, it is, man. You have kids, responsibilities just get harder and harder. They get more and more, right? Mm. As you get older and you're means start to grow as well, you know, whether that's through you get paid more, so you start buying more and bigger mortgages, you know, there's you know higher responsibilities sitting on the table. And so it doesn't get easier. And I think this is where a lot of guys get stuck again because they're waiting for the perfect time to change. They're waiting for the perfect time to do something about the underlying issue, which is why do I not feel like I'm living my best life? Why am I not living my legacy? Why am I not feeling just pumped, excited, happy, energized, enthusiastic, and fulfilled? And that's a question I run to myself every single day. It's like, man, what's missing? What's missing, Ben? Mm. And whatever it is that I try and find and whatever it is that comes up, then it's like, I've got to take action on that. I've got to do something about it. I.e., shared with you, you know, last couple of weeks, getting off caffeine. It's like, I could have hinted at it. Eh, now's not the right time to get off caffeine. Yeah, you know, I need caffeine. Caffeine's not that bad for you caffeine's good everyone drinks caffeine ah fuck it why get off it (laughs) but there's part of me that says hey man you haven't hopped off caffeine for at least nine months and i want to know what's underneath it and i'm feeling lethargic and tired even though i'm having caffeine it's like well let's pull it out and they got really fucking uncomfortable and there's even times now you know i'm only three four weeks in but it's like there's still part of me that goes man i'd love a cup of coffee right now i'd love a cup of coffee before i jump on the podcast and get fired up and revved up but i'm like why do i need that why can't I be fired and revved up without it? That's the question I'm trying to answer on myself. I'm like, what's what do I need to do? I need to find, I want to find and channel energy that's like grounded, that's natural, that comes from me. I don't have to take a pill. I don't have to drink something to get it. They're the things that I'm talking about when it comes to this conversation around self-sabotage, et cetera. It's like, you can't fucking just wait for perfection. You have to desire to want to change and then you have to get in there and get stuck in and start doing the work on it.
1: So what are some things that, you know, tips and things that men can do to sort of stop sabotaging themselves, stop? Um, sort of you know the progress that they've made or or really just get going
0: i think the first thing man is like we talked about right at the start is having a good hard look at yourself to ask like when a person says oh man you know like it's self-sabotage like do some homework on it what do you actually mean by that what do you when someone asks you oh man you know why do you keep doing this oh it's just self-sabotage go and ask yourself the hard question what the fuck does that mean to you Like, what do you mean by self sabotage? Like, let's get clear on what it is we're saying about ourselves to others because what you might find is just like we said at the start could just be a fucking excuse. And so, we need to dig in further and go, Well, what's the root cause of this happening all the time? Is it a lack of commitment? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? Is it worrying about the fact that, well, if I keep doing this, if I have to keep doing it this way, I'm not going to feel that much joy and happiness and yeah, so I don't want to do it. So I self-sabotage myself. So I think the first thing is like examining and actually understanding what does that actually mean to you when you use the term self-sabotage. I think the next thing to really look at is, you know, again, like it's around awareness and it's trying to understand, well, why do I do the things that I do even though I desire not to do them? And we've talked about this in a previous podcast, but it's it's really digging in to try and figure out what's the root cause here? What's the root problem? An analogy is like, think about weeds that are growing in the garden. Weeds grow up, you cut the weed off, and you go, fuck yeah, I've solved the problem. Yet the weed keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like the symptoms in our life, you know, the unhappiness, the anger, the frustration, you know, pressure, stress, all those types of things. And the only way we do it is we we cut the weed off because we're trying to solve the symptom rather than actually stopping and going, Well, what's actually at the bottom of this? What's the root cause here that's causing the frustration, the anger, the disconnect, all those sorts of things? And so you've got to spend some time actually digging in underneath and figuring out what is the root problem that's causing this programmatic self-sabotaging that's occurring. The next man is like what we talked about just a couple of minutes ago, like stop procrastinating. You know what I mean? Like start doing the work. Start actually taking action on the things that I would say most guys know. Like, you know what needs to be done. You know what you want to do. You know who you want to be. So, don't think about it anymore. Don't go and read more books. Don't try and, you know, find out, oh, what's the best way, though, to find more clarity in my life? Maybe I need another book on clarity. Maybe I need another podcast on clarity. Maybe I need another YouTube. It's like, no, man, grab a pen and a journal and start figuring out what it is you actually want. That's how you get clarity. You know what I mean? Mean? Mm. So, when it comes to confidence, oh, well, maybe I need to do another course on confidence. It's like, no, nah, man, confidence just comes down to self acceptance. You've got to figure out how to accept you, start learning to accept yourself, start learning to, you know, love yourself. So, it's, you know, stop procrastinating and start taking. Start like taking work, like start taking action, start doing the work on yourself. And I think another thing, man, is, you know, let go of this notion of perfectionism. I think a lot of us are really caught up in this. Well, unless it's perfect, it's not worth doing. Unless I can do it perfectly, then yeah, I'm not going to take action right now. It's like, that's not the truth, man. It's messy. It's messy. It's uncomfortable. There's no perfect path to transformation. There's no straight line path to just becoming your best self. It just comes with consistent action over and over and over and over again. And I think through those types of things, like once you start putting those things in place, you'll start to realize like, hang on here, I'm making some form of progress. I'm starting to feel a little bit different. I am. I'm proud of myself for going 45 days without alcohol, whereas my last time it was 30 days. And then you'd have an alcoholic drink and then you have a blowout. No biggie. That happens. It's not self-sabotage. It just happens. Now we go for 46 days with no alcohol. You know? And I'm just using that as a very bare basic, e- basic example. But they're the things, man, that are going to really help a guy break this modality that he's in where he keeps riding the rocking horse, thinking he's putting in a lot of effort and energy,
1: but actually not going anywhere. Mm. Those are great. I'm just, you know, at Rising Kings, we have got a lot of resources to really help guys sort of get started and start taking action, right? And I'm curious, like, what do you feel or which resource do you feel is a place or a great place for a guy to start? Man, right now, best spot to
0: really get a good indicator of what's going on is to get on the Live Your Legacy scorecard. Like, it's simple. We've pulled in a lot of data to get this thing dialed in and it asks you a bunch of yes no questions and it spits out an answer at the end like a scoring system so you can actually look at the areas that aren't at you know the desired level across you know these five pillars that we talk about in terms of clarity capacity connection confidence and consistency and so instead of trying to chase everything at once you take this scorecard and then you can go hey you know what clarity is my lowest out of the lot hey man That's where you get started. So for me, man, I'd be jumping on that scorecard, doing that. And then, you know, there's a 22-page free report that comes out off the back of it that gives you a bunch of hints and tips and strategies that you can use across those pillars that a man can put in place. Also recommend getting on our Facebook group. You know, we're in there, we're sharing, we're we're giving quite a lot of information out, we're supporting guys that are in there. So get into the Facebook group as well.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and put all of the links in the description so you guys can go ahead and take that Legacy Impact score card. And I think, you know, for me, that is a great place because this will really sort of, sort of, again, key pinpoints or pinpoint down certain areas and aspects that, you know, across our five pillars that, you know, really could use some work. So, you know, that was a great episode. Thank you for the tips and the strategies to stop self-sabotaging yourself. And hopefully the guys that are listening to this and is on his way to making, you know, another excuse can actually, you know, begin to take action. So I'm Michael and that's Ben, and this has been another episode of the Rising Kings Podcast stay strong
0: so that's it for this week's show we really hope you enjoyed it Uh, make sure that you head over to itunes uh, rate and review the show this really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know raise their standards and live to their highest order also too if you haven't already you can apply to join our free facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further and then finally if you want additional resources etc head over to risingkings.com.au have an awesome week stay strong